0: hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the good, to the good judgment, good judgment podcast. podcast hello folks welcome back to the good judgment podcast i'm wade padgett and i'm taine kell and today we're going to go into one of mine and Wade's favorite segments, the Get Off Your Lawn, Old Man Complaining, uh, Pet Peeves Podcast, Bees in Our Judicial Bonnets. We really need to cut that name down and make it a little bit shorter. It's got a Wade.
1: lot of names. I think we're trying not to step on so many toes. We're stepping on somebody's toes. But so. at the same time, we we as judges, we, we notice some stuff. And in noticing that stuff, we realize that I don't know if if lawyers realize that judges have memory and yeah. can can remember things and and perceive things. So Tane makes a list, and I make a list, and we don't usually share these in advance. And um, if we've mentioned these before, Tane, give them our disclaimer on our on these podcasts.
0: Yeah. If we've we've talked about any of these topics previously, um, we apologize. We should probably do better research and like listen to our own podcasts before we start these. But we just don't. So uh, if we repeat one of them, it just means it's really, really important uh, for us. And I want to add to what Wade was saying a second ago, too. We're trying to help here in that. Um, for you lawyers who listen out there, pent-up judicial rage is not a good thing. So we're really just cleansing our souls here and making it better for you and maybe giving you a few tips along the way. For you judges out there, we want we want it to be cathartic. We want you to hear us and go, I'm thinking the same thing, Judge. I'm with you. I am with you.
1: Yeah, we we look for support. So, Tane, I'll yeah. start off with, with something that sort of was a part of, I guess, the end of the last um, – bees in our judicial bonnet episode we recorded we were talking about old cases that just linger yeah dead dockets cases that are dead docketed and there's no deadline within the dead docket when something's got to happen for it to be null prost or brought back right yeah we i I was saying it in our last episode that that we created this new circuit in creating this new circuit we've come across all of these dead dockets that, that that are technically open cases. A dead docket is not a resolution of the case. And so we're finding you that he will go to rehab. He will, you know, get some sort of parenting class, whatever. And if so, then we'll dead docket it or whatever. From a decade ago, I mean, the statute of limitations long since expired. If this person had been convicted, they'd be out of prison But uh, but but here the dead docket sits. So that sort of sort of latches on to our last episode. We're talking about old cases where people just don't do the paperwork to close them out. If you're going to do a dead docket, please put some sort of contingency in there from which it leaves the dead docket. Please,
0: please. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think in those cases, too, it's it's not a bad thing to put the onus on the prosecutor uh, to say Okay, but we need to revisit this, you know, in thirty days. Or okay, you need to keep up with whether he did go to rehab and finish that or not, because they're they're basically asking you to put this case on pause and The defendant's not going to come back and do anything about it until it starts to do things like mess them up from getting a job or show up, you know, uh, in another jurisdiction as an open case or something like that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, in addition to putting something on your calendar, um, it's good to put a a, a responsibility on the prosecutor as well.
1: You know, Tane, when you were a kid, did you ever like you knew you you knew you're going to get a spanking, right? (laughs) Did you ever try to expedite that?
0: No, no, I did not. You're you're exactly right. I was always so like, you was like "Hey, dad, mom, could we could we pause this? I've got some stuff I need to do." So my honey won't. <laughs> and if hurt. we could, mm-hmm. yeah, if we could just wait until you're not nearly as angry as you are right now,
1: or, or <laughs> wait till re- your dad gets home. That was the worst. And you didn't. didn't when dad got that. home, you didn't go like, you know, "Hey, dad, uh, dad, dad." Would We got home. something we
0: got to do today? Yeah, Dad would come home angry uh, when that happens. Yeah, so no, I agree with you hundred percent. We gotta we gotta wrap up those dad dockets. So what's on your list? All right, so this is one that came up during COVID, but is gonna stay with us forever from this point on, um, and it's it's a it's a pretty simple one. But <clears throat> for you lawyers out there, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get I'm gonna get up close to the microphone here. I'm just gonna whisper this in your ear because this is a really good tip for you get decent wi-fi okay because we're going to continue to do hearings uh, via video from now on that's a thing now okay i don't care if you don't like it <laughs> it is it has become i mean if you listen to the uh, state of the judiciary speech by the chief justice um it's a thing now and it's going to be a thing going forward crappy (laughs) wi-fi is the bane of my existence when we're trying to do one of those hearings now we understand we can't deal with you i mean your clients they're on their cell phone you know they're in a bad cell or whatever i I can deal with that but you guys you guys upgrade to the 5g do something i mean we need better wi-fi in order to handle these hearings and for you it's the most expeditious way to do the hearing in most cases so Let's just get some decent Wi-Fi because when you're in my courtroom, rarely is somebody standing there talking and, and it starts going. Well, Judge, I or at if you're here, if you're live, it doesn't do that. So I can make you come live, or we can do these things the expeditious way if you've got better Wi-Fi. And Wait. you can wear shorts. Yeah, exactly. You can wear shorts.
1: Please. So, Tane, you know those those Cat five or Cat six cables with, with like the old phone cables with the big fat end on it. Yes. Almost every modem I've ever been around has a receptacle for that, mm-hmm. and the other end could go into your computer. And if you don't have one of those kind of outlets on your computer, you can get a dongle, which is a great word—a dongle—and and you can plug it in. And you it's know a what?
0: Dongle. It's like you're hardwired into the internet. That's insane, Wade. I know, right? Who knew? I know, Who right? Who knew? Did you learn that from Stephen Turner at Turner Up Media?
1: Attorney Art Media has helped us a great deal, but I know I knew that one all by myself.
0: Wow, that's awesome! So well, t- that's a good one. That's, that's, a, a, that's good a good one. Good, th- a good tip to know. So there, two two tips uh, for for you guys out there.
1: So, t- what's, your, ne- my what's next your next one, one Wade? Yeah. yeah, people, and when I say people, I mean lawyers and litigants who are just simply gratuitously hostile and ugly to the other side. I don't know if they think that that endears them to me. that that makes me think that their that their position is stronger
0: it does not no it does not no i'm I'm with you wade
1: it makes me um not not appreciate you as much is that a fair way to say that
0: yeah definitely i mean the the i I agree with you one of the things that i that i have told lawyers sometimes is sort of a a way of gauging whether you're getting into that area is if you are arguing about what opposing counsel is saying, particularly if you're using opposing counsel's name a lot, you've probably slid over into that category. Because let's remember, all arguments are made by the parties. I mean, obviously, counsel makes them on behalf of the parties, but it's an argument of the plaintiff or it's an argument of the defendant or it's an argument of the prosecution or the defendant. It is not Mr. Smith's argument. It is. It is not counsel's argument. So it gets personal when you start characterizing it that way. So even if you that's say for you.
1: so, Tane. Even if you say, my esteemed brethren of the bar, or my my, um, my
0: learned counsel. It, 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 it reminds me of that line in one of the greatest movies of all time, uh, Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby, <laughs> where he says, with all due respect, and then he says something horrible. And the guy says, you can't say that just because you said with all due respect. And he's like, yes, I can. <laughs> so, yeah, if you just preface your sentence with with all due respect and then just say the most horrible and vile things, it's fine. It's 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 it's, it's makes a good record.
1: Folks, underneath that comment is a probably a bigger point that's actually halfway serious, unlike Ricky Bobby. It is, we're people, and if you are abusive to the other person in front of me, I can't fathom what you do outside my presence. Isn't that the truth? And you get to a point where you're losing credibility with me. We're in the adversarial business. You are the knight that's carrying the flag of this particular party. Tomorrow you might carry the flag of a party who does not have as great a position as you might have today. Don't do victory laps. Don't don't be <laughs> condescending. Just argue the case that's in front of us, right?
0: That's that's exactly right. And that goes back to something you and I have uh, shaken our fist about on our lawn before, which is uh, economy of time. I mean, that's really just a time waster, you know, because I don't that that doesn't get to your argument. That doesn't get to the heart of things. So, yeah, save some time. Don't do it. So, Tane, what is on your list? All right, so this next one is really more of a tip, and it's really something that my friend Wade here um, taught me quite some time ago, and I, I think it's a great one because here's the problem and the thing I'm uh, the thing I'm shaking my fist on my lawn about, which is you come to the hearing, and we argue for five minutes about whether something is going to be admissible or you talk to me about a statement and then you say and now judge we need you to watch a three-hour video most of which is inaudible um and is and that's another thing okay you're in the business of making evidence as a law enforcement agency because i know i'm sure we have a lot of cops and people who listen to this don't you know they
1: line up around the calendar just trying to get on
0: No doubt. No doubt. But, 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 but you're, you're in that business. Why don't you put the microphone near the person you need the confession from? rather than the person asking the questions. Because I don't even really need to hear the question. I just need to hear what the dude said in answer to the question. But no, no, no. The microphone's right next to the police officer (laughs) and yards away from the defendant. So all I get from him is,
1: Usually in a concrete block room that has a horrible echo.
0: Absolutely, we couldn't put any sound panels on there. Now tell people
1: what the tip is.
0: So the tip is this. And and lawyers, I mean, ask me to do this if I don't think to tell you. In advance of the hearing, as long as the parties are okay with it, I will take your DVD of that video, of of whatever that is, and I will listen to it in the quiet of my office or at my house with my. AirPods in or my headphones on so that I can turn the volume up and down I can go back and forth and listen to the things to make sure I heard what they said it's a really great way of letting me hear other rather than on my kind of crappy audio equipment in the courtroom where you can't get your computer plugged in and we're all trying to listen to it together and oh by the way you and your opposing counsel and the defendant have all heard and seen this video before I'm the only one who hasn't seen it so what? Wade's tip was, "Hey, get them to give that to you in advance, and you l- listen to it and at your leisure, and then you come into the hearing having listened to it. It's a great thing. I've done it a million times since then, and it works out perfectly.
1: If you if you're having a Jackson v. Denno hearing, typically you're arguing that the rights weren't read or they weren't st- stated correctly, or he invoked and they carried on, whatever. If you if you now hear the whole thing, you see the whole video that they have sort of stipulated between them that, that is the video, then we're all talking about apples and apples. And we the argument is not the setup. The argument is, Judge, as you heard in the video, the officer said this and my client said that. Yeah, I heard that. I don't know what the counterpoint is, you know, what the little counter timestamp was necessarily, but I heard that. So what? So now we can get straight to the argument. Jackson De- Jackson v Dino hearings don't have to take days.
0: Right. And the other thing they can do for you too is and I always ask this when I say that is is there any particular portion of the video that you want me to listen to or not listen to or concentrate on, or, you know, is there something that's more vital than, than others that you want? me? That's a great question to ask. And I mean, the parties can both chime in on that. Yes, judge, be sure and listen to, you know, right when they first come into the room, their discussion about the Miranda rights or, or waiver of counsel or whatever. And, and it, it works great. It's a good tip. It also avoids, as I said, this situation where we're all trying to hear some inaudible video in, in an open courtroom that is huge and uh, very difficult to, uh, uh, to, to to accommodate what you need to do. Folks, we'll be right back after this pause for station identification.
1: Folks, this is Wade and Tain. You're listening to the Good Judgment podcast on the World Wide Web or wherever else you listen to these things. As always, you can find outlines for these podcast episodes as well as any supplemental materials on our website, which is goodjudgepod.com. We'd love to have your feedback about the podcast, and we get that at our email, goodjudgepod at gmail.com. We're always looking for suggested podcast topics. Please feel free to submit your suggestions to us at goodjudgepod at gmail.com. Operators are standing by. And remember, if you like what you're hearing, don't forget to like us. And follow us on your favorite podcast platform.
0: And tell your friends it's how we get to grow our listenership. Thanks. And now back to our studio audience. All right, Wade, uh, what is your next one? My next B
1: in my body. Is it a B? <laughs> it's, it's a B in your judicial bonnet. Or a Gnat or whatever it is. Lawyers, and this is, I got—I want to be very clear with this. Let me say it and then I'll clarify it. Lawyers who come into my office and stare at me and, and just until I look up so that they can interrupt me to do, talk about what they want to talk about. Now, Tane, you were recording today in your spacious office in Cobb County.
0: Cavernous, I would call it. Dark yes. office, but, but yeah. office nonetheless. <laughs> the light keeps going off, yeah.
1: Tane has a motion sensor and he is such a design guru that he has put a lampshade in front of the sensor so he can't move enough to make the light stay on. But anyway, I digress. I, I feel a little bit like a monkey in a cage and I want to be real clear. I love lawyers. There are times that I would love to go to lunch. I would love to 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 take 5 minutes and chat, but I don't always have the same 5 minutes you have. And exactly. so when and so when you stand there, my office is not nearly as cavernous nor is it as, you
0: know, big or whatever. Do you leave the door open? Yeah, my door's open, but you have to understand in my hallway, there's a secured uh, entrance on both ends. So unless I invite you back to my office, no one can come back to see me.
1: So occasionally we have lawyers that want to drop something off with the assistant or whatever, and they just kind of stand there. And And I love to speak. I love I love, you know, chit chatting with my, my buddies who are lawyers and checking on their, your kids and grandkids and all that stuff. But every once in a while, in my office, we are trying to get something accomplished. We do have a plan for the day, and uh, just read the room. I guess, just
0: read the room. Yeah, right. That's the that's the advice of the day. Just read the room. I'm if I don't to turn around an and go, "Hey, Bob, how you doing?" Yeah, I'm probably busy. I yeah. would otherwise say hi to you. I'm not rude. I would probably say hi.
1: And I'm happy to make an appointment if it's something that's serious. Or, and I'll tell you the you know you always give lawyers tips. How about this? How about um, call my assistant and say, hey, <laughs> I need to chat with him about something. Is he available today? Man, today's a bad day. Tomorrow will be okay. You know, it, it, that that would be very helpful.
0: A year from never would be good. But that does
1: sound like old guy, like, get out of my office. I'm not trying to say that. I love my lawyers. I love I, – I, I are one, as, to quote uh, um, Jeff Foxworthy. I are one. But yeah, I, sometimes I, let me just, just Let me not just – tell- right
0: let me just throw in here my door is always open for you guys i don't know what wade's talking about see i knew you. i think this is grumpy i think, this is grumpy. Like I think this is grumpy old guy i don't know all right what's your next I, one? I know, see i know they can't come to my office unless i invite them so what's your next one? what's my next one okay this yeah this is one and I, we may have touched on this before folks but it is so important that it bears repeating we're in a hearing we're talking about an event that occurred and then you say to your client hey do you have a video of that and they say yes and they go for their phone (laughs) and they want to show you a video on their phone and again i think we may have talked about this before but i just had it happen again i guess somebody who doesn't listen to the good judgment podcast Mm. but i had someone Mm -hmm, which is mm. also a problem but yeah they tried to hand me the phone Exactly. The perfect sound effect for that. Um, Yeah. So they tried to hand me a phone and I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not looking, I'm not looking at anything. And the hilarious thing is they had showed it to opposing counsel on their client's phone. And I don't think there was going to be an objection. (laughs) And I was like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, why?
1: you mean, what is the appellate court going to do with I, you a know, phone? <laughs> do you have to send them the charging cable? I mean, you, do you definitely passwords. need to
0: wrap the charger or charging cable around it and have the have the uh, uh, court reporter or the uh, uh, clerk package it up in a way that they'll be able to charge the phone when it gets to the appellate court. And but I mean, I tried to explain that to him like, guys. Literally, if you show me this video on the phone, it either isn't going to appear in evidence, or I'm going to have to take the phone, put a sticker on it, and send it off to the appellate court. Like, which which are we going to do? So, I mean, there's a solution.
1: You can record that to like a flash drive or something. But right,
0: you know, right. Well, and they were like, "Well, judge, yeah, we'll 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 get it to you on it." And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." See, when the hearing is over, evidence is closed. Like, we're not none of this. How many we'll get times, it to you?
1: How many times I'm going to get it to you didn't happen? Every. Tom? <laughs> then, oh, that's not the because same one you looked at. This is the other recording. Oh.
0: Ex- or there's more on it, Judge. Yeah. Or they added something to it. Or I always love the exhibits too. This is this is getting. Off, I'm I'm getting to a two for one here. But I always love the exhibit where the lawyer hands me the, you know the 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 screenshot of the conversation that they had, you know, among the the two parties. But somebody, the lawyer or the client, has written their commentary out to the side of it on what I'm supposed to be accepting as the exhibit. It's like, here's where he said that I was a jerk and I didn't think that was nice. So look at this judge. And I'm like, <laughs> and and again, they'll show it to opposing counsel and there'll be no objection. And I'm like, there's handwriting on here. What is this? So it's funny when anyway, I say a, that. I mean, I'm sitting here giggling going, me.
1: I know that nobody else will find this interesting, but I can, I don't know, 7,000 times that's happened. So yeah, right. All right, so this is my last one for this episode, Tain Problems right. with lawyers who announce that a case is settled, but as they try to draft the order, they get in the uh, argument over uh, whether that was agreed to or not. And it's uh, usually the people who didn't put it on the record or ha- not even, Tane, a, a, a letter memorializing the conversation or agreement, a, an email, a smoke signal, nothing. They yeah. just told me it was canceled because we've settled it. I did my happy dance. You were talking about a happy dance a while ago. Yeah. You know, it was probably a day and a half long set trial, and and now I've got all this dead time. But then at the end of the day, they get to arguing about the the content, guys. It, it, what do you want me to do with that? Because hey, if you, didn't, I wasn't there. <laughs> what you want me to enforce it? How do I enforce it if there was? You said there was agreement. You said there wasn't. Yeah. What you want me to do?
0: Well, and and I'll add to that um, something that I figured out. It took me a while, but I, I figured out, and that is lawyers put, you know, sort of, the bare bones of a settlement agreement on the record in your courtroom, because they went out in the hallway and talked and then they came back in and announced, okay, judge, we've resolved this temporary or whatever it is. And they and I, I always, if they're there, I say, well, let's put it on the record. Whatever you've come up with, let's do. Ahead, go ahead and put it on the record. You mean there's details that they need to add to it? Exactly. So they're like, we're going to flesh it out, judge, but this is these are the, the parameters. Here, here's an important point for you judges and you lawyers too. You put that on the record, you have a settlement and it is enforceable. Now, it may not contain all of the terms that would be necessary or, or that would be desirable uh, in, in a final order or a temporary or whatever, but if you've got enough parameters that it has things i can enforce you've got an agreement it may be a partial agreement it may not be a full agreement but you have an agreement and i will enforce it a hundred percent of the time
1: so teen that's all i had you got another one
0: no man that's it for today i'm you don't you don't hate anything else no, this, well, I mean, I do, but I just feel so cleansed once we finish this. I feel like I've purged my soul.
1: You feel like you need to get up from the couch and say, Our time
0: together is over today. Yeah, exactly. Put on my Mr. Rogers sweater and some tennis shoes and go outside.
1: So, folks, we'll continue these. Hopefully, you'll give us some input whether you like them, whether you think they're valuable, whether you don't think they're valuable. But uh, reach out to us. Tane, tell them where they can find us.
0: Yeah, you can reach us at the Good Judgment. <laughs> no. I started to say the wrong thing. You can find us at goodjudgepod.com or you can reach out to us on our Gmail at goodjudgepod at gmail.com. So with it's, that, always, it's always important when you're doing a podcast to remember the things that will get the audience to your podcast.
1: Anyway, Wade. With all of that being said and that and that uh, high level salesmanship of Tankel, that'll conclude today's episode. I'm Wade Padgett
0: I'm Tane Kell. Come back and see us, folks.
1: Well, folks, that's all we have for another exciting and enthralling topic here on the Good Judgment
0: Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Good Judgment Podcast. This project was the
1: brainchild of Mr. Doug Ashworth, the executive director of ICJE.
0: Thanks in appreciation to the entire University of Georgia College of Law for assisting in our recording. Thanks to Mr. Stephen
1: Turner and his company, Turner Up Media, who helped edit out some of our stupidity and awkwardness.
0: But nobody can get it all.
1: Tane and I are eternally grateful to the Council of Superior Court Judges who allow us to lead New Judge Orientation for the Superior
0: Court Judges across Georgia. Thanks to our NJO graduates who've been to help with this podcast series
1: you know that these are our opinions and they do not reflect the opinions of icje cscj the university of georgia college of law or anybody else for that matter
0: you can contact us at goodjudgepod at gmail.com for any praise but please contact someone else with any complaints but
1: seriously we would love to have your feedback both good and bad send any comments to goodjudgepod at gmail.com. You've been doing a great job doing that. and We really
0: appreciate the help. You can also visit our website at goodjudgepod.com for outlines and more details about our podcasts. Once again, I'm Wade Padgett. And I'm Tane Kell. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Good Judge Men Podcast.